Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be picking away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. All right, it's Taz and Moose with you right here on this Wednesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Who found a better way to mortgage so you could focus on making your new house your home? Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Mike, Pete, across the way, Andrew, your updates to 9 a.m. Eastern time we go. Coming up a little bit later on in the program. We're going to be joined by uh, Barrett Saleh, who's going to join us at the top of the uh, third and final hour as he makes a little football into the course of the conversation, a little NFL. As we kicked off the program talking about the firing of Ron Rivera yesterday as Carolina Panthers head coach with four games to go here in the NFL regular season, Jerry Jones had some interesting comments to say yesterday. 105.3 The Fan down in Dallas on the future of his head coach, currently employed by the Dallas Cowboys, that's Jason Garrett. I look at all coaches. Uh, I think about there's no exclusive. Nobody's got the exclusive skills to get the job done so that collectively you can win a Super Bowl. But they're qualified people. Uh, Jason Garrett is one of them. In my opinion, Jason Garrett would be coaching in the NFL next year. Well, so kind of when you say what, not necessarily the Dallas Cowboys, uh, but he'll be coaching in the NFL next season. And there was the report, was it Ian Rappaport? I think the NFL Network a couple Sundays ago, Taz, had the report that came out early in the morning that should Garrett get fired by the Cowboys and should the Giants fire Pat Shermer, that the Giants would be interested in bringing Jason Garrett aboard to be their head coach. Uh, and then you get the comments yesterday uh, by Jerry Jones as the Cowboys are, what, 6-6 six and six here as we approach Week 14 with action getting going tomorrow night. Um, and uh, they have a, a game lead in what is a dreadful NFC East. Um, you know, he's obviously, they're in a position to still make the playoffs and, and maybe go on a little bit of a run. But what did you take out of the comments by Jerry Jones on the radio yesterday down in Dallas? Definitely odd, definitely strange, definitely weird. And, you know, for a guy who's a billionaire who's so intelligent and wealthy and savvy and he's so used to being in front of the media and he he seems like he loves being in front of the media, that he would say something like that, it it kind of, I, I, 
people make mistakes and say things incorrectly or imply things their own way all the time in TV, radio, whatever. But that was like, I mean, he didn't mince words. I mean, I, I don't know if he's just kind of letting people know or letting Jason Garrett know in a nice way. Maybe he told them behind the scenes, you're done. Um, maybe that's why. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I don't think it's like shocking that he's probably going to let go of Garrett and that Garrett will not be the head coach of the Cowboys uh, going forward. But uh, just to hear it like that was very odd. And it wasn't like he – it didn't seem like he misspoke to me, right? It seemed like he just no, said it. No, I don't think he misspoke. So you take out of it – it's interesting. You take out of it that you kind of feel like he has closed the door on Garrett's return to the Cowboys. I. It's hard not to – yeah, I do because just like what he just said, that's kind of like – you know, it's kind of like when you say, "I do think he's going to be coaching next year, some, next year, someplace." Well, no, he said, "He said I think he'll be coaching in the NFL next year." Well, right. I, yeah, exactly. Right. So, no, no, so. no. I understand. See, I looked at it. It's interesting because I think everyone kind of reads into it a little bit differently, right? So, I looked at it, Taz. As <laughs> I still think he kept the door open for his return to the Cowboys. Mm. All right. Well, I think that's yeah. You're you see right. what I'm guess saying? People like, could look where, at it differently. Yeah, I you, understand what you're saying. You know what I mean? Because you know where everything's still in front of Dallas, right? They could still win the division. Right, sure. You know, they win the division. They're going to be hosting a playoff game down at AT&T Stadium. They win that playoff game, that wild card weekend. Then they're all of a sudden in the divisional round. It's not like they've not been competitive with the upper echelon teams. No, they've just, they have been, yeah. They've been competitive. I mean, uh, you know, aside from the, the – I mean, I thought the Bills on Thanksgiving were uh, by far a better football team. But – you know, for the most part, Taz, they've been in these games. They've gotten off to slow starts, or they've had a key turnover, or a bad defensive series, or a bad penalty, or a coaching gap on the sideline. I mean, there's been a lot of different things that have led the Cowboys being a 500 team as we sit here on this Wednesday morning. So, uh, you know, but for Dallas, I mean, you know, it, say they, for argument's sake, after what Jones had to say yesterday, say if the Cowboys, you know, they're going to win that division. They're better than the Eagles. Right, absolutely. Right? So they win that division. Say they do go on a run. <laughs> you know, then, you know, is are you going to then fire Jason Garrett? I don't think you're going to fire Jason Garrett, right? Say uh, if they do go on a – say if they beat the, you know, the San Francisco 49ers, whatever it might be. Right. They beat one of the – you know, they get themselves to the divisional round. Maybe they get to themselves to the NFC Championship game. Maybe they have that kind of run because those were the kind of expectations coming into the year. Garrett's coming back, is he not? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think in, if you're not going to the Super Bowl, I'm just I'm I'm over here speaking for for Jones. I, I think he's thinking if we're not going to the Super Bowl, that's not good enough. I really think he's got that much money invested. He's fixing to pay Dak Prescott a bunch of money here, so you know, uh, I really think that he wants the Super Bowl. Meaning Jones, if they get into Super Bowl, then I think yeah, then then I think Garrett's safe. It's just my opinion. I think it's Super Bowl a bust. In regards to this man keeping his job, as far that's just my gut. I mean, I don't have any inside tip no, on it. No, that's fair. I mean, and and you might and listen, Taz, you might be right, and it might be a case of as we talked about with uh, Ron Rivera to kick off the program. It might be a case where J- Jerry Jones feels like it's time for a change. It's been that, there since 2010, right? 2011, something like that. Yeah, he's been there a long time. He got the head coaching job, and he was in his 30s. Now he's sitting there in in his 40s. He's been there for quite some time, and and people like to you know kind of make fun of his demeanor on the sideline, chewing the gum and right, clapping right. the hands and patting guys on the rear end and yeah. giving fist bumps and and all that, uh, Taz. But you know, I don't know. I I guess I look at it. With the way that I, you know, you've heard the reports down in Dallas that Garrett and Jones are very close. 
that if he makes it to the NFC Championship game, <clears throat> I guess I would have a hard time thinking the Cowboys move on. But, I mean, if he's looking at this as a Super Bowl team and has been supremely disappointed by the way that this team has played this year, regardless if they don't make it to the Super Bowl, that he's going to transition to another coach. I mean, I kind of looked at it. It's interesting because you looked at it one way. I looked at it differently. I kind of looked at it where he kept the window open about Garrett's returning when I feel like a lot of people are kind of feel like the other shoe has dropped and Garrett's going to get fired after the season. Yeah, because, see, here's the thing, too. I think he could bring in a younger, newer coach to save some money on that and balance his checkbook so he could pay Dak all the money he's got to pay Dak. That's the other thing. And here's the thing, too, right? Like, so... Uh, Garrett, right, he's been there like nine years. I'm looking right now. Nine years. 2010 he started. He's got three seasons. Make sure I'm reading this right. Three seasons with double-digit wins. Right. That's it. Okay? Double-digit wins. And he had in 2014, he had 12 wins. In 2016, he had 13 wins, his best season. And then 2018, he had 10 wins. So that's not – I mean, you know – that. He didn't have double-digit wins the bulk of his, his tenure with the Cowboys as the head coach. That's a tough thing right there. You know, that's tough. Even though they have a good relationship, but they are friends. No one could say, I know you're not saying this, but no one could say that Jones did not give ample amount of opportunities over years and oh, years and no, years, no, right? You I, know? Don't, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I, you know, I think Jason Garrett's been given a lot of time. Yeah, I, he, I, has. I don't, he uh, has. But um, they also decided, what was it, 2012 you mentioned they won 12 games? 2012, no, no. It was 2014, 12 games, 2016, 13 games. Right. I mean, they, they decided at one point in time to move on from DeMarco Murray, which was a mistake. What year right? was that? And Do you know what year The final, was? well, he went to the Philadelphia Eagles. What was that? That's got to be about five years ago. Five now. years ago. I remember when that happened. I remember the year. Yeah. Ago. Remember, I remember that happened, yeah, and they decided to run ball. back yeah. Randall and other running backs, and it didn't yep. work, and I DeMarco yep. Murray went to the Eagles. Yeah. That was a mistake because they no longer, I mean, DeMarco Murray was kind of an MVP candidate the sure year was. before, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and I firmly believe, Taz, if that play was called correctly in Green Bay of it being a catch with Des Bryant. Oh. I think the Dallas Cowboys that year going to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, they I were playing the play, really yeah. well. That should have been a catch. Yep. They incorrectly called it on the field. Now, you know, that's not, you know, Jason Garrett gets fired. I, I know I'm going back a number of years. Right. But still, you know, I do think if that is, if we got into the catch-no-catch no catch call, I do think that year that team was primed as well as they were playing to go to the Super Bowl that year. I right. do think they would have gotten there if that if that catch was called correctly on the field. Right, right. No, 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 no disagreement. Um yeah, so going forward, and he's yeah. eighteen games over five hundred. Yeah, I mean, is, yes. what is he? Eighty three and sixty five. Do you have his record out there? In front uh, la, of you la, there? la 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 la. He is eighty. I just had it. Froze up. No worries. I I I, I believe I looked at it yesterday. I think it's he's eighty three and sixty five. What 65. is it, Mike? Eight, right. Yeah, eighty three yeah. sixty five. Okay. Yeah, eighteen games over the five hundred mark. Of course, so, that just came up. No, it's just you just got to say yeah, eighty three sixty five. Yeah. So uh, you know. It, but I get it. I mean, I get it. And and the pressure's on him. There's no doubt, Taz. The pressure's on him. And the one thing I guess Garrett is, is that if you look at him and he gets fired by the Dallas Cowboys, if you're a Giant fan, do you want him or Ron Rivera? You know, if, if I'm a Giant fan. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. If they fire Pat Shermer, I should say, which they have not done as of yet. Right. First off, do you think they're going to fire Pat Shermer? The I Giants? do. I do, too. Yeah. I agree with you. He seems like he's a mess. And he's he seems lost. He's, he, and guys, he's got no answers whatsoever. And he, he's got no presence to him on the sideline no, either. Disheveled Jones. So the thing is, 
who do you go with? Let's say if you have those two options and you want to go one. And there might be Matt Rule from Baylor, who was on Coughlin's staff with the Giants. Sorry to interrupt, but that's another guy that the Jets were intrigued with last year. They wouldn't allow him to hire his own staff, so he decided to stay down in Baylor. And Baylor, once again, having another great year. And he, you want to talk about taking over a program that was in? Oof. I mean, dismay. A, a yeah, dismay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That, that program was a, a disaster. Big problems, Bell. Yeah, he did a great job, Ruth. Um, so let's just say, like, to the point you, you kind of led towards there, you're going with, if you're the Giants, who do you go with? Do you go with Rivera? Do you go with Garrett? Two, you know, NFC coaches who've you had go someplace success. else, right. Right. Let's just say it is those two guys. Okay. Like, just for, for the conversation. <laughs> I would, ah, man, that's a tough one. I would probably lean towards Rivera. You would? Yeah, I, I like a because defensive of the line coach. Rivera relationship. Yeah. He brought him into Carolina. Yep, yep, yep. I like and 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 I believe my guy with the Bills was on that staff there with under Garrett under. I'm sorry, under Rivera. Rivera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McDermott yeah. was McDermott down there. was yeah. there with the, running the defense. So I don't know. I I would lean towards Rivera more than I would Garrett if I was the Giants. Just again, if we're talking about those two potential head coach, and now you, does it factor in oh. that Garrett's the former Cowboy coach? No, I think that kind of does, does that play into your mindset I, at all? I, no, I, it does. I think it's kind of cool because of the heat that we've seen over the years with the Giants and Cowboys. I think it'd be kind of cool, like if you're the, if you're the Giants having him as your head coach. I just, I think that my opinion. I think that um, he's just not. It's just a different presence. It's a different aura than a Ron Rivera on the sideline. It's That's just fair. Than, than 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 Garrett. Well, and and I I don't think Garrett. As respected as Garrett is in the National Football League and as well-liked as Jason Garrett is in the NFL, I'm talking about, like, personnel guys and owners and general managers. And he's earned that. And he's earned that. Right. I don't get the sense you brought up likability factor with Rod Rivera. Correct. Not saying that people hate Jason Garrett. I don't think they respect Jason Garrett. Fans I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I don't think they look at the job that Jason Garrett's done in Dallas and say – you know, he is this great offensive mind, or he's right. this great, you know, motivator of men. He is this great leader. I I think people kind of look at Jason Garrett as kind of just being a guy that's hanging around. You know, yeah. he's got the headset on. That's funny. You see him, he's clapping his hands. Right. He's popping the gum. You know, he's yeah. on the side. It, it doesn't look like, you know, he doesn't look like that. I, I think right. that's what fans look at Jason Garrett. I don't well, think they respect him. I'm not saying it's right. Yeah. I'm just telling you what I think fans believe right, right. when they look at Jason Garrett. Yeah, no, I, I, you're probably right about that. I mean, if you look at my guy with the Bills, McDermott, he's a hand-clapping guy, not chewing gum, and he's positive slapping guys on the butt too all the time. But you look at his eyes when they shoot him on the sideline, he looks like he's about to kill somebody. Like yes, he's he a does. maniac. Like very he's very intense. intense. Yeah, yes, very where Garrett's a little different, you know. <laughs> but he's always clapping his hands. I, I don't yeah. know, he's, but he's, he's, he seems very intense. But anyway... The thing is, I well, think I you're feel right. like McDermott's more involved. He, he well, you, don't you he, don't yeah. you get the yeah. sense yeah. that yeah. like you're right. Garrett's turned over the play calling to Kellen Moore right. as an offensive mind. Rod Marinelli's running the defense, and he's kind of just kind of the manager of the coaches. Right, right, right. He's not really involved. You know, he'll throw out the red flag. Right. He'll scream at a referee if they get a play right. call. Right. He'll call him over and do the the kind of the finger waggle. But I don't get a sense that he's kind of involved on a play in play out thing. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm wrong. No, about no, that. I think you might be right. And it's to, to the point you're making. If you look at uh, what was it last Sunday night when the uh, when the Patriots got their beat and when they lost, 
you saw Bill Belichick. He's not on the sideline. He took his headset off, and he's taking a knee around the defense and talking to them, not yelling at them. You could see he was talking to them, coaching them up. Bill Belichick, yeah. you know, in the middle of while the offense, while Brady's on the field with the offense, he's talking to the defense. I mean, he's <laughs> he's in there, unlike Garrett, where it seems like he's just hanging out, like you said, playing coaching manager, you know. Um yeah, I don't see. I think like like I think maybe that's probably to your point that why he's maybe not as respected and why fans don't respect him. Even though he spent two years, I think was two or three years as the offensive coordinator was, for the yeah. Cowboys. So he was. you know, he, you know, and he was the quarterback, I believe. You know, he earned his stripes. You know, in that regard, it wasn't like he didn't pay his dues. No, he's OC with the the Cowboys. Remember them? The Giants went into Dallas and beat them 07. Yeah, they won three road playoff that was games. His first they beat year. Tampa. Right. They beat Dallas, and then they beat Green Bay. That was the game in which I thought he did, called an awful game, in which he exhausted his own offensive line. Remember how I many do. running plays they yeah. called in the yeah, first yeah, half? Yeah. And the second half, the offensive line was downright they exhausted. Were exhausted. That was his first year. He started in 07 as the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I got a feeling that unless they go to the Super Bowl, uh, I think Garrett is Gonski. That's, you, that's you how right. I, I think A couple of things I want to throw. I was thinking about this yesterday. Think about if you're a Raven fan. Right, as you hear those comments from Jerry Jones, yeah, the Baltimore Ravens wanted to hire Jason Garrett mm. instead of Harbaugh, and well, they hired Harbaugh after Garrett, but they they wanted to hire Jason Garrett and bring him in from the Dallas Cowboys. Imagine if Jason Garrett left Dallas. Now he got obviously a bump up, a raise. They wanted to keep him down the fold in Dallas. You know, he was then uh, you know the offensive coordinator. He did not leave. He stayed there down in Big D. Imagine how the landscape of the NFL would change if Jason Garrett ever went to the Baltimore Ravens and and didn't stay with the Dallas Cowboys. Think about that for a second. Think yeah. how good of a head coach John Harbaugh is. Imagine if Harbaugh was coaching some other team right now and and not the Baltimore Ravens and <laughs> the job crazy. that he's done down there in Baltimore. Yeah, that Think be, about how yeah, close yeah. that decision was made where you never got to see Harbaugh with the Ravens because the first guy they wanted to hire was Jason Garrett. I know. Yeah, that that's how things, you know, you never know, right? You never know what's going to happen. And, and listen, Harbaugh. I mean, they they it worked out perfectly with with Lamar Jackson. You know them them getting him out of Louisville when they did, how they did it, and moving on quickly from Flacco like they did was a, a great job by by Harbaugh. But to your point, yeah, it, we could be sitting here with Jason Garrett as 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 the guy with with the Ravens. That would have been. It's hard to even picture that, right? I know. You think I was thinking about that. I was like, "Wow, that's crazy." What do you think about it? like yeah. how maybe a couple franchises in their future, maybe a third where Harbaugh might have ended up, uh, kind of wholeheartedly would have changed uh, if that did transpire. We were talking about Pat Shermer and the Giants, uh, Taz. Yesterday, Steve Tisch, the co-owner of the Giants, was at a March of Dimes event here in New York City, mm. uh, where we broadcast from. This was on NBC Four New York. He's talking about the future of the coach and the GM with Big Blue. Those decisions and conversations are not going to be made this morning. It's really at the end of the season that John and I are going to sit down and talk about all of these issues. But, you know, as partners, we, you know, have to be very honest with each other about where we see this team going into the 2020 season. Well, uh, you know, uh, you know I, I think Shermer's gone. Do you think Gettleman's gone? Uh, no. I don't know why. I just don't. Do you think he's gone? I Gettleman? don't. I, I don't, don't either. I don't know what I, it is. I, I just don't think he's gone. Uh, I think because of Barkley and Jones. If I ask for reasoning, the last two drafts. He, hitting, he drafted hit, properly. Hitting, yeah. hitting with those two guys. Yeah. Drafted Saquon Barkley, even though he's not having a good year this year. 
Uh, well, the and offensive dra- line's the, uh, Right, true. You're right. But the uh, last year, at least he flashed. Uh, I think he's hurt. I don't think he's, he's going to make any He's figuring him out, too. You know um, that, you know. And then you look at Daniel Jones. I think because of those two players, I don't think Gettleman's going to go. Yeah, well, I think that Daniel Jones even more than Barkley. Because Barkley, we knew coming out of Penn State, was a beast mode guy. Right. Daniel but the Jones. decision to draft him instead of a quarterback in that draft when oh, people right, criticized. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 I got you. I got you. You're no, right. That's a good point. I remember. Yeah, we did. The, that's when we were doing draft shows. We, we remember. Yes, that? remember. remember those days. <laughs> yes, we did a I draft show days. that year. That was fun that year. Uh, was we fun. had this little sleepover in New York City. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I <laughs> you and Mike stayed at a different place than me. You yes, you stayed. Yes. You well, you moved hotels last last minute. I we put were, a little quickie, a little right. Less, we were less. on that hotel app that you gave us to. Then <laughs> we had the meeting with Spitz. Yeah. I and then that. we booked hotel rooms. You said book the rate now. There's yep. something going on. Yep, yep. And then and then you viewed the hotel where it was basically right <laughs> outside the mouth of the Lincoln Tunnel. Yep. Was where Mikey AB and I say, and you were like, I'm staying in Soho. <laughs> Basically, what happened right there? That's it. <laughs> yeah, I did a quick, quick one. Taz had his own doorman. Yeah, I moved out quick. Yeah. <laughs> and you and Mike were like, oh, all right. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. That was a quick walk. <laughs> yeah. <it's> a... <laughs> that was a good show. That draft show was good. Yeah, we had fun that night. Yeah. We did. That was, was a good, good time. Um, it's Taz of the Moose. Want to hear about you, the future? What did you read into what uh, Jerry Jones had to say yesterday? On Dallas radio, do you read into the fact that Jason Garrett's done with the Cowboys? Do you think there's an opening for him to remain? What do you think the Cowboys need to do for Garrett to come back as head coach of the Dallas Cowboys in 2020? It's Taz of the Moose with you on this Wednesday morning. CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Sunday is coming up. It's another uh, NFL on CBS doubleheader. First, Baltimore's MVP candidate Lamar Jackson takes his show on the road to Buffalo, followed by a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game when the Patriots welcome uh, Patrick Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs, up to Foxborough. It all starts with the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, only on CBS and uh, Basegula just, I guess, Ron Rivera's hosting a pre- uh, doing a presser at 8.15 this morning. I know. It's rare that those things happen that early, you know, uh, 8.15. Strange. At the Panther, is it at the Panthers facility? Uh, I don't know. I've only seen the promo on TV, the coverage of it, and the Panthers website doesn't mention it. So I'm not sure where it's happening. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. The Panthers website? They're not? I don't. It just like I would. I thought by now, like there'd be like a link, like watch here, Coach Rivera at eight fifteen. But there's nothing. I didn't see a mention of it on their site, as if they were going to cover it live. Who broke this story? You or Mike? Um, uh, NFL Network broke it with a promo right. saying, "Watch Ron Rivera at eight fifteen. All right, yeah. So Trust it's going to be like the Joe Torre at a hotel in Westchester I, when, or like from his when garage, he was done. He'd be doing sit-ups right. like Terrell Owens. Remember that? Was that? Was I think it was like a <laughs> was like a Holiday Inn. So Ron when? Rivera's going to be in Westchester at a hotel today? <laughs> no, 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 no. You remember when Tori? You, you remember that Taz when Tori when yeah, do, his yeah. it ended yep. and uh, he's doing it. Uh, you know, and, and Joe Torre lives up in up in Harrison, New York. Yeah. Um, that uh, my wife actually saw him at the gym last week. Really? My wife was working out on a treadmill, uh, and uh, she looked over, and Joe Torre was doing stair climbs with a trainer. 
Really? That's the, that's the that's thing now, move. huh? Yeah, the stair climber. Yes. Great doing, workout. Yes. Hold on a second. That's the thing now. It's the most popular machine at my gym right now. There are con- they're constantly I full of it. people walking backwards, sideways. Okay. They're dripping sweat, the grunting. Mike's petting a cat while he's doing it. I mean, you can do anything on uh, it. That's a hope. good thing. Your hands are free. No, I understand. And, uh, you know, and it's great. Working on a stab master is awesome exercise, and it's great for your cardio. It's great for your for everything. Great to lose weight. Great to burn calories, burn fat, blah, 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 blah. But it's actually a little tougher on your joints than working on an elliptical machine. Uh, it's better than a treadmill for your joints, but I'm surprised to hear that the stair master is making it sounds like you're acting like this is this new machine. No, this no. has been around for decades. I know the you machine know that, right? is not new, but right. there's been a renaissance really? in the Stairmaster usage. reinvigorated by yeah. it. He, wasn't, he, was doing, he was doing kind of... Um, Who? Tori. He was doing intervals. Oh, really? So he was doing like a little bit of a... Jo- then he would go on the Stairmaster, then he'd get off, and then he'd be doing like a different calisthenics, whatever like that. So he was doing kind of interval training. All with his the years as a pro athlete, he needs a personal trainer? Really? Well, he's in his 60s now, 70s. I mean, Joe Torres, yeah. I mean, all those years. I met him one time. I did the, the Boomer thing, the uh, softball game at the Yankee Stadium. Mm. Nice guy. Very know? nice, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Harrison, that, that's not far from Middletown, right? No, Middletown's way No, Harrison's right in Harrison? uh, Scarsdale, Mamarinic. Oh, yeah. like by um, not just Scarsdale. What's the other town? Uh, oh, God. Uh, Oddsdale. Ardsley. Ardsley. Yeah, Ardsley. No, no, not not close to Ardsley. Ardsley's further up. Further up. All right. Yeah. yeah. I've been it's, up there a bunch of I've been there in a while. Uh, Eastchester. Oh, I know Eastchester. Tuckahoe. Yeah, yeah. Tuckahoe. Right, right, Scarsdale. Pash Yonkers, obviously. Pash Yonkers. Yonkers yeah, yeah. Harrison, Mamaronek. Right, uh, right. That's kind of uh, that area. Yeah. Tori and I, uh, when I lived in Harrison, New York, Tori and I used to go to the same pizza place. Mm. Really? Yeah, when I What's, interviewed him on one occasion, we were talking about uh, the pizza joint. The pizzeria. Yes, no doubt. Is he a toppings guy or just go straight jumps? I didn't ask him what slices. I didn't ask if he was going with the uh, barbecue chicken or I, the Hawaiian mm, pie. Oh, I picture Joe Torre being a, a Sicilian guy, meaning a Sicilian pizza. You know, for those that, that don't know what that is, that's yeah. a square pie. Yeah, I could see that. Thick yeah. crust. Thick crust, square thick, pie joint. Grandma style. Yeah. The grandma style thin crust, a thin dough. No cheese on grandma. Uh, is there cheese on grandma? Yes. There's and, cheese on grandma. But grandpa's, there's grandpa's too. I think that's might be just sauce. Grandma's, I think, is grated cheese though, right? I always was under the impression that the grandma slice was sort of like taking the Sicilian slice, but just getting Making it, it flat. a little bit flatter, but okay. not quite all the way to One of them, maybe slice. it's grandpa's, oh, is yeah. either no cheese or grated cheese. That might be grandpa's. I, I think I've some never, of the pizzerias change them up. I don't, I don't think I, I thought a grandma slice didn't have cheese on it. I think I thought it, it had I think parmesan. It, I thought it had grated like what Taz was saying. I thought it was just sauce and grated parmesan cheese. A on grandma the top. slice has sauce on top of cheese, which might be so. Where it's like a Chicago style kinda, pie, oh, but it's not. Boy. I mean, it's not even close oh, to being that geez. thick. Google it. I don't it. know about that. Uh, I'm I, looking at photos of grandma slices, and it it looks like a Sicilian slice, just a little thinner. Uh, it's time to go to Mario's site, and uh, my friend Mario, he knows. I could text him. One meal, Mario? Uh, no, it's a different guy. Wow. Uh, this Grandma's is uh, Moochie Moochie Mario, we call him. So he likes to eat, but he's got the pizzeria, but he's got a great spot. But I think... You know, Bogus well, nailed it. It's got the cheese on to- uh, uh, on got, the middle? Uh, and it's it's got a sprinkling of sauce on top of the cheese. Uh, 
Okay, so let me teach you people here. Uh-oh. Turn that back. But that's not here that's here really comes, not Chicago comes. style because no, it's not Chicago style. style is the cheese and then a full layer of sauce. <sighs> this is like a dabbing of the sauce. Uh, I want to eat all this of this. This is what's happening with that slice mozzarella. And you'll that? understand this. That's not regular shredded mozzarella. They're using fresh mozzarella on that. But well, Andrew did nail right. it. I think that's that's what the well, grandma's is. It's fresh mutz, well, not shredded mutz. Yeah. Well, there you have But it's the sauce on top of the cheese. Right. Yeah, and the grandpa's, I think, is the one either with no cheese or it's got... Well, this one is fresh. This is regular. What's that, the one right above that one you're touching? This? Yeah, what that is that? That looks like fresh. No, is that... What's it say? That's, that's, that's grandma's, grandma's too? Yeah. With the oregano on it? Uh, looks like That looks like basil. Basil. Right. Can anyone bring us some of this right now, most importantly? Yeah. Although, always that's, for a free yeah, meal. That's a shift. No, no, I'll pay you if you bring it to me. That's a chiffonade of basil right there. Chiffonade. The grandpa's the slice. Grandpa's slice not getting a lot of love on the show right now. I keep bringing it up and no one's biting. I, I've never Do heard people of ever grandpa's never heard of grandpa's? No, I thought there was. Mike uh, has. Look at Mike. No, I was going to say the Detroit style pizza might trump all of it. Oh, stop it. Fantastic. I agree. Stop. Oh, stop. stop. It's good. Incredible. There's one. There's one pizza. I'm telling you, I'll, I'll bring pizza. in some Detroit style. Blow your mind. What is Detroit style? Detroit style is it's made in a square pan and it has the cheese and then sauce on top. That's Chicago style. No, but it's not deep dish. It's Detroit style. Yeah. It's the best slice of pizza I've ever had. <sighs> oh, stop. Yeah, I'll bring, I, it will blow your mind. Moves. That's uh, yeah, you that's can. tough, yeah, Mike. That's I, a little. I will change your. You I, should I, no I longer promise. be able to cross the New Jersey border. <laughs> uh, you you say that, but you Honestly, will try it. Yeah, You'll change I, your mind. I I will not. I will no not. one's talking about Grandpa, and I'm just telling well, what you. What about Grandpa? I'm pretty sure. I never get it, but I'm pretty sure it's either at La Piazza or Mario's. Pete, you know La Piazza, right over there, in Merrick? Mike yeah, Piazza. I'm not, I'm not familiar with that Grandpa slice. I I, I don't know. Grandpa's, I believe, is it's the same thickness of a thinner like grandma's, but it's sauce. My wife would notice it's sauce. I think with either just grated cheese or just sauce, no cheese. Oh. My grandmother, who's from Naples, no longer with us, she used to make pizza at our house all the time, and she made. And sounds funny, the way the grandma slices the same thing thin. But like I'm describing Grandpa's, where it was just Romano cheese on top. Oh, that's Romano, Shh. not Parmesan. Correct. She didn't put mozzarella on the pizza. And that's I'm, nice. That's yeah, so, yeah. You know, it's homemade. She would make that's it. Nice. You know. That's delicious. And I'm like, and I, my brother said to her once, why don't you put mozzarella on it? And she didn't know broken English. She's like, she was very upset because she's <laughs> my grandmother, my mother. She was you know, born and raised in Naples. And yeah. here's my brother, like, you know, tr- telling her, well, you should be putting mozzarella on it. Did you, did she was she not happy with fresh that. olive oil. She did. Yeah, yeah she did. And, nice. and a little yeah, bit nice of uh, refreshing. That's bit of, a nice light pie. Yeah, that's how she used to make it every Friday night. You had to eat it. I'm sh- well, I'm, I'm, you had no I doubt you were. It, it wasn't not a gumpoint. I mean, no. it sounds. I mean, <laughs> no. it's, not like they're, it's not like she's making chicken livers and onions. <laughs> that's and funny. Get it down the belly, Tess. And then my <laughs> grandfather, my gr- who was born in Sicily, my grandfather yeah. would have a glass of wine and he would dunk the fresh Italian bread in the wine. And give it to me, and I was like eight years old with the wine. And my mother would get mad at my grandfather. He's like, Well, it's all right, it's a little wine. I'm eight years old. I'm basically eating saturated Italian bread in wine, in red wine. Bomb. Sounds drunk. delicious. By the time it was like, you know, 6 p.m. on a Sunday, I'm sleeping. I'm eight years old. Like a, I'm like a, like a <laughs> there hobo. You, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Eight years old. My mother's screaming. Uh, my grandma's like, it's all right. All right. Like, oh, yeah. Bogus, uh, you've had Detroit-style pizza? I have. And it's as good as Delicious, Mike's. yeah. Like better than New York. Um, well, I like 
doughy pizza. So I like Sicilian slices, and that's it's not as not as doughy as Sicilian, but it's on the way to Sicilian. I'm, so I'm I like honestly, it. I've never heard of it before. Yeah. There, there's a there's a place called Prince Street Pizza not too far oh, from us. Here I know, in New York I know City. that place. I know it. They do the uh, the hot pepperonis on top of it. It's unbelievable. I've right. never been there. My son actually had Prince. He said it's really good. He said that. Pete, now I was incorrect on Grandpa's apparently. Well, I, I, one one site has Grandpa's slice as uh, garlic, diced tomato, basil, cheese, olive oil, and spice. Diced tomato like a bruschetta. Yeah, that's what they're making it seem like. But I think it's a little more than just dice. Maybe I was wrong in the way I described it. I don't know. Uh, you want I don't Andrew? know. I've, I've never. Andrew? I've never. I, I saw I, the same site. It's like Pete's looking at my computer right now. It's weird. Grandpa slice. Yeah. I mean, you never had this, Bruce? I've never had a grandpa slice. I've had grandma. I've had a lot yeah. of pizza in my life. As you can I, tell. grandpa's like a try hard grandma. <laughs> that's what it is. I had a, I've never. Se- I've never had it. Uh, but I'm not. Uh, I don't inhabit Long Island like you and Pete did. You know what I've been doing lately? A whole wheat personal pie. Mm-hmm. Um, not cauliflower crust yet. No, you haven't my, gone that my, far. My wife likes that. I'm not a cauliflower. Guy. I do a uh, uh, small personal pie, whole wheat thin crust, baked brick oven baked Jones, mm. thin, 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 um, with a little bit of prosciutto on it. Oh, yeah. Go take the whole healthy thing and just throw some prosciutto. Just throw a little monkey wrench in the game plan. That's right. what I do. Dye soda. Nice. A little you're arugula good. and then a balsamic <laughs> right. on top. They put the, the arugula. You're right. That's like exactly what they do. shaved Parmesan. You're, you nailed it. That's exactly what they do. Yeah, it's a nice it's pie. It's like you made the pie. That, that's, that's, that's a delicious. I've place. had that not with the whole wheat crust, though, but I've had that on pizza. That's very good. Maybe I should kill the whole wheat crust at that point. But sometimes they usually put a, a thin layer of cheese not thick, a thin layer thin. of yeah, cheese yeah, 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 on the yeah, bottom yeah. of the pie yeah, yeah, yeah. to make sure that the the crust does not get saturated by exactly the balsamic. From the balsamic, yeah. yeah. That's nice. That's that a nice balsamic, pie. Before we go to Andrew's update, that balsamic glaze, the under glaze. Delicious. Oh, yeah. I could put that on toast. I mean, that is just delicious. Delicious. My wife and I use a balsamic from, we got it from a place called Key West Olive Oil. We went there a long time ago. We Florida. ordered it, and you could order it online. I'll give them a promotion. Yeah, right. They make some of the best balsamic that you'll ever have. Hold on. It's you say fantastic. balsamic now, not the – you're saying the glaze or the one for the salad? No. Well, well, it comes from the same thing. I'm talking about where you start it, not the glaze. You know what you, I mean when I say glaze. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean when you say glaze, but I'm talking about the balsamic vinegar that you can make a glaze out of. Oh, oh, you're going. Oh, okay. Do you see right. what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I like, now. It, it yeah, all yeah. start right. I'm just talking about we have to start the with actual the, balsamic. Correct. Oh, wow. It's delicious. Yeah. You ever well, have white balsamic? I, I have. It sucks. Do you? I think I, I like, like it. it. Too sweet for you? Yeah, a little too sweet. It's yeah. Fair. Yeah. Balsamic. Did you have yourself a little? This is kind of a little nuts. You do a little ham and Swiss. Ooh. Believe it or not, and put a little balsamic a sandwich. Just mm. yeah. on a little with a balsamic glaze on it. Oh man. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. nice. Sandwich, a balsamic glaze. We'll add a little sweetness and yeah, cut yeah, through yeah. the fat. I like the balsamic glaze. <laughs> and Chef have a, Mike's knocking on the door right now. Do you have a big update? Doing, what do you, you got? got yeah, I do. And it's sponsored by Progressive yeah. Insurance. Right. Progressive makes it easy to compare quotes and get a great rate with the Home Quote Explorer only at Progressive.com. Ohio State, Georgia, LSU, Clemson remain your theoretical semifinals in the brand-new college football playoff rankings. Utah, Oklahoma, and Baylor now 5-6-7, with Alabama dropping all the way to 12 for losing at Auburn. College Hoops, number one, Louisville, smothered fourth-ranked Michigan, 58-43. Cardinals head coach Chris Mack really liked holding the Wolverines to 26% shooting. I think the story of the game uh, was just our defensive effort from the beginning of the game all the way through. We probably played 
38 and a half minutes of as good of defense as we could play. And now my mic's on. Jordan Nawara led Louisville with 22 points and 12 boards. Number 10, Duke, an 87-75 win at number 11, Michigan State. Number 17, Florida State, falling at Indiana, 80-64. The Hoosiers got a career-high 30 from Devontae Green. You know, I was just thinking, I was Mm. wondering, I don't know if Andrew, you have the answer, or Moose, or Mike, or Pete. Has something to do with Pete. Remember we, speaking of food, this is why I thought, like, remember the whole thing, the competition. The competition moves that you came up with, your creator. Yeah, it was Chef Mike. Did he pay yeah. up yet? Did he make your meal for you, Pete? Uh, he has not. No. 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 Why? Well, oh. Has Pete even uh, said what meal it was? I had to give him my order. Oh, okay. So he has not. Oh, we have not taken it to that. So dude, Pete is, has to decide what meal he wants. Wait a minute, Pete. Dude, I didn't know you didn't get the guy the order. Hello? Well, I feel like it went away, went on the uh, off the radar. That's why. But you didn't give the man the order. I'm going to give him the order. Oh boy, I'm over here burying Chef one. Mike. The guy didn't give him the order. Well, I'm in the kitchen. Nobody ordered the food. Well, you know, I, I, I think you gotta give. I mean, he just brought in food. You gotta give him a little bit of space, <laughs> right, before he comes back in. Wow. And plus, right breathe. after he loses, Pete's breathe, gonna yeah. hit him over the head with, "Hey, this is what I want." Yeah, I want uh, all ground potatoes and a fillet. No, he's gonna ask for like a T-bone. I could see him wanting uh, tomahawk, tomahawk right. steak, yeah. Yeah. wagyu tomahawk. steak, wagyu scallops. Yeah, yeah right. wagyu. I could see yeah, that. I would, I, Cream spinach. Pete, you yeah, asked yeah. for that. I would not eat that. Wagyu. wagyu? <laughs> you wagyu? If he asked for a wagyu steak, I would. Oh, I would. would if I were yeah. Pete, I would not eat it. I would just look at it and I'd offer it up to Zach Martin. Well, Zach, the man just recovered from food poisoning. Correct. Awesome. Oh, but now we know he's impenetrable. Yes. And just tell Mike not to cook the well, steak at all. Is, just because give... Zach <laughs> ate the same thing that his family did. His family is healthy as a horse, and you know, Zach was basically in the hospital. Well, he's limping right now. I'm like, I feel like this I is not. Someone said, Zach, how are you feeling? He's like, uh, uh. Yeah. Oh, he didn't Maybe go. Maybe a new uh, doctor is necessary. Family, like, oh. in, you know, sidling down the hallway. <laughs> like, Maybe he's got gout. Maybe he should have just stayed home. No, you can't do that around here. You get ridiculed. No. Can't stay home. You can stay home if you need to stay home. Well, actually, you could stay home because Zach's yeah. not tasked, so he could stay home. All right, right. No, no, we've been there. Uh, in the NBA, speaking of staying home, Anthony Davis spent most of yesterday in bed battling flu-like symptoms and did an IV at halftime in Denver. Then he did this. Kuzma, one-on-one against Paul Millsap. Right side, Anthony Davis for three. It's good. A big three by Anthony Davis to put the Lakers back in front. John Ireland on Lakers Radio. Davis scored 13 of his 25 in the third to pull the Lakers past the Nuggets, 105-96. The Clippers took care of the Blazers, 117-97. The Heat, a 121-110 win in OT in Toronto. And the Spurs left standing, 135-133. After double OT with the Rockets, James Harden scored 50. But a fourth-quarter dunk wasn't allowed because the refs thought the ball went back up through the net. Houston reportedly prepared to protest and apparently optimistic the league will intervene. The NBA could make them resume the game from the point the call think they could actually missed. do that? I don't. And neither do I. I don't. But I think, uh, The idea of going back on that and, right. and making the score, what was that at the time, 104-80? I think it would have made the dunk it, cont- counted? They were up 13, so it would have put them up 15. Oh, was it only fifteen? Yeah, it was like okay. it was one hundred three eighty nine or one hundred two eighty nine, something like that. Yeah, uh, I don't think they're going to go back. I mean, it, it's a blown call. I mean, for and that's a bad one. You know, we've seen it before. Where I mean, the net actually, you see it rip through the net and then bounce off his head. 
It just it like does like a U turn in the net, and the net like flips it yeah, back up. There's I mean. so much force defies gravity. Yeah. yeah. So I get why they missed it, but then I think the to me the bigger issue is going to be is what they told the Rockets afterwards because there's differing stories. D'Antoni says. They gave him two explanations for why it wasn't a basket and then wouldn't let him challenge either one well, of them. Well, that makes no sense. I could challenge a foul, but I can't challenge whether or not that's a made basket. Yeah, so, so that, then... That needs to be adjusted. Their story afterwards was the Rockets were arguing and wasted their 30-second oh, window to challenge, me. so they then couldn't challenge that's being, it. That's being ridiculous. Yeah, but that's the stuff. Those like The minutia of the officiating sometimes is what gets those things you know addressed. But, yeah, I think they're just going to let it stand. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, one last thing. Suspended Cardinals cornerback Josh Shaw reportedly appealing his gambling suspension, which, as you know by now, goes all the way through next season. All Let's- right. We'll get to your calls at 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. We will do that next. It's Taz and the Moose with you here on this Wednesday morning. CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Uh, we were talking earlier, Moose, about uh, about Garrett with the Cowboys potentially being gone, and what Jones said, kind of saying he'll be a coach somewhere in the NFL, mm. uh, alluding to the fact maybe he'll be gone from the Cowboys. Uh, who knows? We'll see. Let's uh, talk to John. Listen on Radio.com. He is John, 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 John. He is John, 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 John. He is John, 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 John from Jersey. What's up, man? Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you? How you doing, John? How's it going, boss? Good. It was a rough football weekend for me, but I don't know. Love for your Pats. And they just... I was about as bad as it gets. Give you credit though, a lot of Patriot fans would hide uh, in a loss. You come and call the radio show. Yeah, nothing to hide, brother. I mean, right now, here's the fact: if they don't play any better, they're not going to beat the Bills in three weeks. Oh, I mean, if there's a God, they beat the Chiefs this weekend. You go up to Foxborough this weekend, John. I I will be there, and I think they're going to get waxed. Wow! Wow! Hot take. Yeah, I kind of like really? the Chiefs this weekend, too. The offense is just terrible. It's, it's just horrible. Now, the Chiefs' but, defense, nothing to write home about, but still. Uh, well, we'll see. Pats yeah. at home, though, man. That, that yeah, I know. 18 at home. Believe me, I hope I'm wrong, but uh, man, that, 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 tough that was home. just. Hey, with all that pizza talk, you made me hungry this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Guess. Uh, you guys remember Pete Guess? Yeah. Used to be used to call the show back in the day. Uh, Pete yeah. Guess, uh, he also uh, sent me some text messages that he, too, was drooling, wanting pizza at yes. you know 7.50 in the morning a.m. Eastern. Uh, is Pete on a diet? Uh, is Pete on a diet? I don't know. Pete I thought I remember, No, Pete Guess. I think I remember last time I talked to him, he was trying to lose some weight. Thought I, I think I he remember. He's a very tall man. You know, he's about six I've four. Seen in the shower. I, no, I know, I know. I've seen his wrestling clips. I, I've he's never tall, met him personally. We've had, uh, you know, I, last time I talked to him, I thought he, I thought he said he was trying to lose weight. I thought I remember. Very long limbed man. Okay, like very long, long limbs. Like he could, if he was like a sprinter or a hurdler. Yeah. Like he could really hurdle, like high things because he got such long legs. The gas mask, right? Yeah, was gas mask. He's got the long arms. That was his finish. Long, I've never took it. He never beat me. Uh, but that's a whole other story. Well, I'm not on the diet, so I don't worry about it. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> What's that's going on, Johnny? Well, um, with, uh, with Garrett 
and uh, Jerry Jones. I really don't put any stock into what Jerry Jones says right now. I think if they don't make the playoffs, I think he's gone. I mean, I think Garrett's terrible. I mean, I think the Cowboys are talent-wise are loaded. That division is just begging to be won. The Eagles are shot. And if they don't make the playoffs, I think he's gone. And I think Jones is going to go out and try to get you know, a big name guy, whether it's Lincoln Riley, whether it's Urban Meyer, or whether it's well, you know, I think we're, we're in agreement there. I mean, if he doesn't make the playoffs, he's done. What What does he need to do? I, I, uh, we both believe. I, I still think they're winning the NFC East, so they still win that division. John, they host a playoff game. What do they need to do in the playoffs? Home playoff he needs to win. win. He's, yeah. he's, he's got to win a playoff game. He's got to. I mean, the, your window to win in the NFL is small, and. The Cowboys, whether it's with Ezekiel Elliott, that offensive line, I'm not the biggest Dak Prescott guy, but you can win with them. And they just look bad. I mean, there's losing and then there's losing. Like, when they lost Thanksgiving to the Bills, no offense, Taz, I thought they were going to smash the Bills. Mm. And, and, and I was, was worried, too, man, because of the run defense, rush defense for the Bills, and you got Zeke Elliott and a good offensive line I, I, and on the road. I, I thought for sure that there were going to be a big problem with that run defense for the and, Bills. And, and, this, and, and even the Patriots game. I mean, the Patriots were begging to be beat, begging, mm. and the Cowboys just just stupid, undisciplined play. So, I mean, I think not only do they need to win the division, I think they need to win a playoff game. Well, there it is. If they don't. Yeah, I, I mean, and, and we kind of think the, he needs to do more. Taz is talking about going to the Super Bowl. I'm talking about getting the NFC Championship game. You're just talking about a divisional round home playoff victory. You think that would be enough for Garrett to come back? John, thank you. Well, it'll be interesting to see, uh, Taz, how this team does finish out because Jones is clearly holding out hope that the uh, team finishes strong and they're able to still accomplish some things. Barrett Saleh will join us. College football writer uh, for CBS Sports HQ will join us next. Taz Boos, CBS Sports Radio. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 